All right, friends, it's hoop ball promo time. This is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league all right friends it's hoop ball promo time this is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league the following is a hoop ball presentation Are you ready? Time to break it down. Welcome to the Vox Sport Breakdown, everyone. I am Josh Millman. Uh, this is a hoop ball presentation with me on Wednesday night, October 30th. Is Kurt Beach. Kurt, what's going on, man? I'm just living the dream, Josh. Sorry about that. Trying to get these tabs to open here. <laughs> Internet kind of hates me, but I'm I'm stoked to be here, man. How's your big Wednesday going? Big Wednesday is yeah, man. It, my my like I said before, my laptop needs load management when yes, it comes sir. to opening up tabs and trying to cover eleven NBA games on a Wednesday night. But hey, man, that's that's why they pay us the big bucks here. Yes, ball. sir. Uh, <laughs> so a lot, yeah, a lot we got to cover. Eleven games. We've got fisticuffs. We've got load management. We've got a game that pretty much broke the over under. 
so yeah, lots to go through. And I will be perfectly honest with you, Kurt. Like I was on an airplane. Uh, I, I just got back an hour ago, so I haven't watched any NBA basketball. So I, and, and you normally you would expect us to, to be able to watch some of these games to provide some insight. But because this is the box score breakdown, I feel like this is important because I'm going to look at this from a raw numbers perspective, and, and that way we can throw some real insight and analysis to it just really strictly from a numbers perspective and what that information tells us. So that's I'm really excited, man. Josh, that's, that's great you say that because I, I had a long day too, and same thing. I normally set the DVR to record a bunch of games. I wasn't able to watch any of these games yet, and I wasn't in with a whole lot of the news. So like you said, it's going to be true box score breakdown. Um, but I think this is great because for those of you who may not have the time to watch all the games or any of the games, box scores are what you're making your money with. And I got to be honest with you, this might sound crazy. The first five, six, seven years that I played fantasy, I never watched a game. I did all of my analysis by just scouring the box scores. And I finished in the top three in 12 man leagues, multiple leagues, almost every single year. So just scouring over the box score information can give you so much information. Oh, yeah, for sure. You can see trends in the numbers. Look, data is data, man. Like, I, I, I completely hear you there. And smart. Yeah, look, that's where all of our sourcing is coming from. And just, yeah, if you just parse those numbers, pay attention to what's going on. Yeah, it's all good. And then you'll get to the games when you can get to the games, I guess. Uh, before we jump into the box scores, I uh, just want to remind everyone, this is a hoop ball presentation. Check us out hoop-ball.com. I uh, want to remind everyone that we are proudly sponsored by Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. Uh, this podcast, like all of our uh, audiovisual shows, is brought to you by, uh, they are our title sponsor, Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. Check out their website, hawaiianisles.com, uh, or check them out on Amazon by searching for Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee. Uh, they're also on Twitter at H-I-K-O-N-A Coffee. Uh, they've been wonderful to us. Great coffee products. Check them out when you can. Uh, also, check out uh, mybookie.ag. Uh, they're a great, great betting site. Uh, check them out. Uh, they have a promo code uh, using today. Uh, so when you sign up, use the promo code T-O-D-A-Y, uh, and mybookie will match your first deposit up to 1000 uh, So and, and also, don't forget, at HoopBall, uh, we have our Game Time Premium uh, promotion going on. Uh, game Time Premium, that's where you get access to all of us. Uh, anytime you have questions about your fantasy teams, uh, any sort of gambling, DFS, that's where we come in. So sign up for Game Time Premium. You get access to all of our live video Q&A shows. Uh, we answer your questions. Uh, premium articles, tools, streaming grids, grids weekly schedules, etc., uh, again, hoop-ball.com, Game Time Premium is where you get all of that. And use the coupon code DOC when you're checking out to save three fifty uh, on all for all of us here at Hoop Ball. Um, Kurt, let's get started, man. Uh, we're gonna go with uh, first game of the night, and the we had two Grizzly Bears mawing at each other in this one. Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers playing the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, Sixers win 117-95. to 95. And, you know, we'll get into the box scores, but this game was highlighted by Joel Embiid and Carl Anthony Towns just wailing on each other. Um, 
this probably screwed up a lot of people's DFS nights for sure. I'm sure this isn't going to help anyone's fantasy weeks at all. Uh, both were ejected in the third quarter. Uh, so that means Towns only played 23 minutes and uh, Embiid only played 20. So that uh, put a damper on things because, uh, you know, and Embiid was uh, start, starting to look pretty good. And, and Kat has had, had a pretty good night working as well. Uh, so, Kurt, I'm going to just stick with the just the losing side right now. Minnesota, uh, you'll take the Sixers. Uh, so the Wolves, uh, again, like I said, Towns was on his way to a pretty good game. 13 points, uh, six boards, an assist, a couple steals, and a block uh, on five to seven shooting. He made three, uh, three three-pointers. So just his fist of cuffs with Embiid uh, kind of ruined uh, a couple of, uh, you know, big star games uh, that we would have liked. Uh, Andrew Wiggins uh, led all scorers for the Timberwolves, 19 points, five boards, two assists, a steal, and a block. Uh, so that offsets the poor shooting, uh, six of 16 uh, for the night. And uh, look, I, I, I've, I know the, the narrative on Wiggins. He's not fantasy friendly. Uh, but I, I look, again, I, I refuse to get off the train. He plays major minutes. He can score. He can chip in some boards. Uh, and, and when he gets some defensive stats, like a, tonight is stealing a block, a three-pointer mixing in as well, that helps mitigate uh, some of the, the, the crap shooting percentages that you get. But also, at the same time, he was 6 of 6 at the line tonight. Uh, so not a terrible line from Wiggins. And I, I am somewhat optimistic on him. I know that's a little bit contrarian. Uh, he's kind of hovering around. Uh, top 100 area so just uh, you know that's where you expect him to be I, I still am trying to see the bright side of things but I understand if, if, if that's not your cup of tea uh, Jeff Teague played 25 minutes he was 6 of 13 uh, 5 assists in this one 3 turnovers not much on the defensive side as well uh, just a really ugly game as a whole for the T-Wolves uh, Robert Covington had three blocks, but really absolutely nothing else to speak of. Poor shooting night, only seven points. Uh, and not a whole lot going on on the bench side. Shabazz Napier added 13 points off the bench. But again, nothing that, that really concerns you uh, from a fantasy perspective. Uh, Kurt, anything you want to add on the Wolves before you hop over to the, the Sixers? You nailed it, Josh. The only thing I got is the hype train guy, Jarrett Culver. Uh, still nothing to see here. It's possible he emerges later in the season, but if you have him, unless you're in a pretty deep league, I think he's an easy drop. Yeah, exactly. Deep leagues, dynasties, hang on, but just, yeah, he's not going to do you any good in standard leagues. Go ahead with the Sixers, Kurt. All righty. So our 4-0 Sixers is going to compete for first in the East, or the least. So... <laughs> We had Tobias Harris put up 18, 9, 2, and 1. Typical Tobias Harris game. Ben Simmons had a nice line. 16, 3 boards, 7 assists, 3 steals, 2 blocks. Did you get you 6 turnovers, but a pretty solid line. Really, it's kind of the usual suspects here. We all know what to expect from the Sixers starting lineup. And really, if any of these guys are available in your league... Uh, Josh and I would be ha happy to just jump in your league next year. So <laughs> really, we're just looking at the bench here. Um, for a deeper league, uh, Korkmaz, he had 17 points, two assists, three triples, and that's about it. Other than that, nobody for standard 12-team leagues here. Um, besides maybe Matisse Tybel, defensive 
possibly player of the year. I don't know. He's <laughs> as as a rookie, that might be a little bit of a stretch, but I'm with you there. Definitely. But he's he's really racking in those defensive numbers. Uh, four steals, two blocks. He also threw in a three pointer and nine points. So I don't know. This guy. <sighs> He could help if one of these starters go to Saddam too. He's he's a beast. And if you're already in a situation where I am in a couple leagues where you have multiple injured guys and say it's a, a, a weekly or a daily league and you're trying to win a head-to-head matchup, Tybal could be that guy you bring in to get you those defensive numbers, which could still be categories you win if you have multiple injured players. So when you have multiple injured players and you're just losing the game's played battle... A lot of times you're shooting for the percentages and the turnovers. So you're really hoping for a 3-6 to six or a 3-5 to five if you're playing 8-cat. But if you pick up Tybal, maybe he could help you swing those defensive categories your way. But other than that, Josh, do you have anything else on these Sixers? Uh, yeah, no, I think you, I think you got it. I, I like Korkmaz just really as a three-point streamer. And, and to your Tybal... Um, you know, point. Yeah. Like defensive stats are just so insanely valuable. But one thing that caught my attention, you know, I just searched for this um, because I wanted to see just how the defensive stats were playing, because we know how, how valuable those things are for fantasy players. But just so far in this small sample size of a season through four games, um, Tidewell is ranked uh, 122 on a per game basis, even with the, the outstanding uh, defensive stats. You know who's 121? Who's that? Andrew Andrew Wiggins. Hey, so it's your I, boy. So I so so it, it's not it. I, I that that was an unexpected little dovetail <laughs> right there. But um, but it goes to show you that that value can be found in a number of different ways. Um, you know, so I I think that you look at those guys and I, and it depends on ultimately what you need for your team. Um, do you need defensive stats? Then yeah, absolutely. Grab Tybal. It's like, and, and he, sh- he's going to get, you know, even if they cap his minutes in like the low to mid twenties, you know, because he is still a rookie, he's still going to like have that, that learning curve. Um, you know, and he is kind of like right now, at least a little bit of a liability on the offensive end. There's still value in what he can bring defensively. And Wiggins, he's not going to bring you those defensive stats. He might give you some poor percentages. But if, you, if you've if you built a team with some really good defenders already, then, yeah, go go get some scoring. There's nothing wrong with that. It, like, it's 20-point-per-game guys don't grow on trees, especially that late, uh, that you can pretty much grab for free. Uh, so that, yeah, I think that wraps up um, uh, our, our Sixers. So we'll... Um, We'll jump into the next game. The next game I've got are the Cleveland Cavaliers beating the Chicago Bulls 117 uh, to 111. Uh, Kurt, I'm going to take the Cavs on this one. So do you want to start us off with the 1-4 Chicago Bulls? I can do that, good sir. So we'll start with Laurie Markkinen, 16 points, 8 boards, 3 assists, 2 triples. His first game of the year was monstrous. He's still going to be solid, but that may have been his best line of the, of the year. Um, newsworthy or noteworthy here is Otto Porter Jr. He had four games in a row that were basically disasters. I saw him actually get dropped in a league, and people were getting super frustrated with him. 
He showed up a little bit tonight, no defensive stats, but 15 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, and a 3-pointer, and played 27 minutes. And we heard he's being load-managed a little bit, but 27 minutes for a guy that can get you well-rounded, not popping off the box score kind of stats, well worth it. If you have OPJ, do not drop. Do not. I, I would not sell low either. Like, Give him time. His value is not going to be lower than it is right now, so you're just... You're just hurting your team if you sell them right now. Wendell Carter Jr., 15 and 8, no defensive stats. Zach Levine, 16 points, no rebounds, two assists, a steal, four triples. The three-headed monster at the point guard position, Thomas Sadoransky, had eight points and eight assists with two threes. Not bad if you had him or streamed him tonight. Uh, his counterparts, Kobe White, eight points, one rebound, one assist, two steals, two triples. And Chris Dunn, 8 points, 4 assists, 2 steals, not much else off the bench. Uh, let me bite my tongue right there. Thad Young, Thaditude. He had 14 points, 5 rebounds, an assist, a steal, and 2 threes in only 23 minutes. Not bad for old man Thad. Um, in terms of the point guard situation here in the Bulls, I am going to hard pass. I don't want any of these guys. If, if you have to have one of them, Sadoransky's probably a decent pick since he's going to get you usually a little bit more assists. If you want the steals, go with Dunn. If you want scoring and not much else, go with Kobe White. But for me, you never know which one of these guys is going to go off, and it's probably going to be a hot, a hot hand effect, so I'm not touching any of them. Josh, what do you think of these Bulls? Yeah, I'm with you on the point guard situation. It's it's kind of a, a disaster, and I actually dropped Sadoransky in the league um, uh, just because, you know what, I, 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 he's basically competing with White, with uh, Archie Diacono, with Dunn, uh, all guys that, you know, have, you know, that, that kind of point guard skill set. Obviously, they do different things a little bit better than, than each other, but they're all just kind of cannibalizing at this point. And, th and this team runs through uh, Zach Levine anyway. So, um, you know, that, that so that's not really going to change. And I think that's going to keep their value down. I'm very happy that, uh, Otto Porter is, you know, had a, a pretty decent game. It was getting a little dicey. This, you know, I'm, I'm pleased with this. Uh, but yeah, you know, I, I, nothing that really stands out, you know, in, in terms of, of the Bulls. Uh, but just nice to see Porter right the ship a little bit. Uh, and, and Carter's had a great start to the year so long as he stays uh, healthy. So um, I'll jump into the Cavs then. Um, Kevin Love. Uh, 17 and 20. This is like Kevin Love of old, and guess what? He's been a top 20 player so far this year. Um, I, again, I didn't see any of this game, but just numbers would indicate that Kevin Love looks good, and Kevin Love might be back. And I'm really, really excited about that. He played 31 minutes tonight in, in the Cavs W. Uh, added in six assists, a steal as well. Uh, one of three from deep. Uh, four or five from the line, six of ten shooting, which is the one Achilles heel. So 17 points on 10 shots with 20 rebounds. We will take that all the time. The real line of the night goes to Tristan Thompson. Uh, 23 points, 10 boards, five blocks on 11 of 19 shooting. This was a monster line, and he is not going away anytime soon. Uh, John Henson's out for two to four weeks. That center spot is his. He is not going anywhere. Um, he's not going to put up lines this ridiculous all the time. But he is worth owning. 
So as long as he's getting minutes in the mid-30s, which uh, they seem to be willing to do, uh, you got to own him. Uh, And uh, it it puts a little bit of a damper on Larry Nance Jr.'s uh, uh, numbers, which which weren't bad. Uh, 12 points, 5 boards, 2 assists, no defensive stats, but he did chip in a 3-pointer, 5-6 at the stripe. Uh, it, it does kind of ha- uh, hamper Larry Nance as a whole, but he uh, generates his value more from def- the defensive side. Uh, but unfortunately, no defensive stats tonight for him. Uh, in other news, uh, Colin Sexton had 18 points. Uh, Chetty Osmond had 12 points, uh, four boards, three assists, uh, stealing a block. So pretty good, well-rounded line for Chetty. Um, I can't, still can't really buy into him. I'm not. I'm just. It's not a bad line. I just feel like a lot of Chetty's lines are a little bit hit or miss. Uh, and uh, Jordan Clarkson um, almost pulled a near Clarkson, uh, but his shooting was pretty good, and he was 8 of eight of 9 at the line, uh, 4 assists, uh, but little else uh, to really speak of. Again, a lot of points, but he did provide some assists this go-around. You know what you're getting out of Jordan Clarkson. He's going to shoot the ball. Uh, he's going to score some points and provide you a, a whole lot of nothing otherwise. Uh, Kurt, anything that stand out to you from Cleveland? I, I, again, I'm, I'm, I, I love that Kevin Love is back. Anything on Tristan Thompson, Sexton, anyone that you want to hit on? Just quickly, because but you already hit it. Tristan Thompson. I don't think I'd ever say Tristan Thompson and what a beast um, that close together. 23 points, 10 boards, and 5 blocks? Are you kidding me? Like, we know him as a double-double guy on good field goal percentage, but 5 blocks in 35 minutes? Yeah, I'd, crazy. If Beeline is going to run him out there for this amount of minutes, anyone who picked up Tristan Thompson, and he went undrafted in almost every draft, what an absolute steal. This guy is going to be a monster if he can stay healthy and Beeline keeps running him out there for that kind of minutes. Absolutely. That's all I got. I, I, I'm with you. Tee us up for the next one, Kurt. Alrighty. Let's say we jump over to the Knickerbockers and the Magic. <laughs> the Knickerbockers. <laughs> good old Knickerbockers. Uh, the good old Knickerbockers. The one in four Knickerbockers. Mm. Uh, who do you want here? Uh, you know how fun the Knicks are. Why don't I take that? Uh... You you can have them. They're all yours. Because right. I, can't, I can't deal with the Knicks. You want me to lead it off and get yeah, the yeah go right ahead. Get, get the painful get, stuff get out of the way first. The pain, yes, exactly. Forgive us, listeners, for making us making you sit through the Knicks. Yeah, we're sorry we have to do this to you guys. Here we go. I'll try to be quick. Marcus <laughs> Morris, senior. Apparently, he's senior now. Nine points, five boards, four blocks, and a three. He was a popular pickup early in the season. He got 31 minutes, so you can probably hold on if you grabbed him. I'm not too stoked about holding him because you never know what Fizdale's going to do. Just like today, they didn't have a point guard, and he says, you know what, let me run Wayne Ellington out there. Let's move R.J. Barrett to point guard, and let's run Wayne Ellington out there. Okay, Fizdale, that works. Um, Julius Randle had 16 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists, a block. Um, 37 minutes. He should have a good year. He's probably one of the safest guys on the Knicks, minus our man Mitchell Robinson. But the things that were red flags for us before, the foul trouble, the low minutes, are still there. And today he was actually keeping the fouls under control with just one. 
but Fisdale still only trotted him out there for 19 minutes. So he put up 12 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 blocks. Not bad. You got the blocks. But for a guy that you might have spent a late second or early third round pick on, you're probably not too stoked on him. So if you don't own him, maybe you can throw a buy low offer out there. Off the bench, Bobby Portis, 12 points, 10 rebounds, 2 threes. Frank Nilakina got in this game with a negligible stat line, but 29 minutes. Deep leaguers, maybe you could rely on him. Damian Dotson got in the game for, I think, the first time this season. Uh, didn't do much with the opportunity, only got 13 minutes. RJ Barrett, he's been having a big year in the counting stats, but is murdering you in free throw percentage. I think he's getting the line six times and shooting like, what is it, 40 or 60%? It's, it's not great. But tonight was an off night for him. Nine points, two rebounds, two assists, and a triple. Not much else, but he's still getting 31 minutes. If he keeps getting those big minutes, he's going to probably be ranked low on the player rater because of the percentages, because of the turnovers. But if you just need some help in those popcorn stats, decent guy to have. That's about all I have on the Knicks. Josh, do you have anything? Yeah, I think you said it. it it's basically this is a f- complete Fizdale. Um F, F, there's other F words that I can say, <laughs> but I'll just say it's Fizdale. Um, you know, there, yeah, there's not a whole lot to go around. Randall with a nice overall line. Barrett was bound to have a bad game. This was it. And, and, and you, you wanted to know he's shooting 40% at the line. 40. Like, which is 40, 4 0. Wow. Like, which is, which is insane to me. Um, you know, so that really has put a damp because his numbers have looked great. He's he's barely a top 200 player because of it. Uh, so it, it's really frustrating. Uh, this team has an asset that has no idea what to do with with, with Frank Nitakina. And, uh, you know, instead of giving him, you know, the opportunity to showcase himself. Yeah, like you said, they started Wade Allington. Mitchell Robinson having 19 minutes is, is just inexcusable at this point. Like what like what is even happening here? And yeah, it, it's a mess. I'm with you on a potential buy low offer, but like what, what, like what you said is that Fizdale, you just never know on a week to week basis. And it's pretty maddening. Uh, but we know what he's capable of. And just hopefully like someone comes to their senses there and realizes that he's just got to be out there. I know that the foul trouble can be an issue, but he's got to be out there. You got to let the kid play at some point. Absolutely. And I'll, yeah. And I'll jump over to the magic side. Uh, Nick Vucevic, uh, leading all scorers, 21 points. 13 boards, four assists, a steal, and a block. Uh, a couple three-pointers. Uh, a very Vucevic line. Uh, and this is pretty much what he was doing on a regular basis last year. Uh, so unsurprising uh, that he did this against uh, a Knicks team that is just, you know, the Knicks right now. Uh, and they are susceptible to some big uh, big games from big men. And that's also what happens when you only play Mitchell Robinson for 19 minutes. Uh, you know, it comes with the territory. Uh, Aaron Gordon, 15 points, 11 boards, a steal and a block, and an assist. Three of six from deep. Uh, I am not an Aaron Gordon fan, but this is, again, the kind of line that you can live with uh, over here. When a shot's falling, and it seemed like it was tonight, uh, you can live with these lines. A nice double-double, got some defensive stats, and he chips in some threes, and that's what you hope for from Aaron Gordon. But when that shot is not falling, it is, oh, my God, it can get truly, truly ugly. Uh, Evan Fournier had 14 points, three boards, three assists, a steal uh, on 5 of 12 shooting. 
Uh, Jonathan Isaac, again, just the, the monster night uh, on Monday, and it gives way again. Only six shots, four of six in the field, no three-pointers, uh, seven boards, four assists, and ten points. We did add three blocks. Um, I, I, I really wish that there would be some consistency uh, with with Isaac and, and his involvement on the offensive end, but it almost seems like you know he's got to get started. Uh, get on a run, and then maybe he, uh, he you know, he can build uh, on that once he once he starts hopping. It feels like if he's not involved right away, then he just isn't involved for the rest of the game. Um, not a whole lot to speak to on the bench. Terrence Ross, uh, awful shooting night. Uh, Markel Fultz, twenty minutes, and they seem to be capping him in that low twenties area, but not a not a great night all around, statistically speaking. Uh, only seven points, two turnovers. Uh, a steal, not really a whole lot else. Mo Bamba, 14 minutes, and Alfa Camino, 26. Uh, poor shooting, but uh, again, eight boards. He's a, that rebounding specialist. Uh, knocked down a couple threes as well. So uh, I, I don't really have a whole lot. There's just, you know, that DJ Augustine uh, fault split seems to be kind of still slightly favoring Augustine. Uh, neither one, despite some positive uh, launch from Fultz early on in the season, seems to be really gaining that much traction in that point guard battle. My money's still on Fultz in the long run, uh, but right now I can't really advise on either of them. Uh, agree or disagree, Kurt? Agree, Josh. Um, only exception would be maybe if you're in a weekly league and you can just keep benching him and benching him and benching him until maybe later in the season Magic fall out of the playoff picture and they replace Augustine with him. Otherwise, standard leagues or daily leagues, it's going to be a bumpy ride. Uh, on Terrence Ross, I took him in a lot of leagues around pick 100 for my three-point specialist. He helped me win the fantasy playoffs in a lot of leagues last year, so I had a little bit of a soft spot for him. Not doing it this year. Uh, the Chief Al Farouk Amin was just kind of cutting into his minutes a little bit. They're leaning on the starters a little more. And his shooting has just been atrocious. 0 for 6 for 3 today, 1 for 10 total. You can In standard leagues, you can cut him and you won't get any gripes from me. I'm with you there, yeah. He can get hot like in like no one's business. But yeah, he just hasn't been playing well uh, so far this season. Um, Let's jump into the Raptors and the Detroit Pistons. Uh, 125 to 113 victory for the Toronto, the four and one Toronto Raptors. Uh, and after a bit of a hot start, the, the Pistons are, are cooling off a little bit here. Uh, Andre Drummond, uh, I'll stick with the Pistons uh, as we get into this. Uh, Kurt, you'll you'll handle the wraps. So Andre Drummond, uh, 20 and 20 again, uh, 21 points, 22 boards to be very specific, three assists. But only one block, five turnovers, and he really didn't get to the stripe uh, very much. Only one of two. Uh, so that's a bit problematic. That's a very popcorny line uh, for for Drummond. Uh, and, and, you know, it, it's I don't know if he's slowing down or if, if defenses are, are starting to figure things out uh, or they just miss Blake Griffin, um, which is very well possible. But, uh, look, you're not going to be unsatisfied with uh, 21 and 22. Uh, but when they were coming with the defensive stats and when they were coming with some positive free throw percentage, that, that he was a top 10 player. And now uh, these kinds of lines will, will move him down the list a bit. And he's fallen out of the top 20 on a per game basis. He's actually 21 as of this podcast. Uh, Mark Keith Morris, 32 minutes. 
uh, chipped in 16 points, five boards, two assists, uh, no defensive stats, but two of five from deep and a pretty decent shooting night, seven of 13 for him. Uh, again, one of those kind of late guys that if you want to stream, go for it. If you don't, can hardly blame you. And once Blake Griffin's back, his value is going to hit the floor. A uh, couple of notes that we need to, uh, I, I guess, really hit on here. And two guys that started off hot, one of them staying hot, the other is not so much. Uh, Derek Rose, 16 points, 10 assists. Uh, not a whole lot. No other defensive stats, no boards. 7-12 shooting will take. 2-2 two two at the line will take no three-pointers. You're not going to be upset at uh, a 16-10 double-double. Also, especially only play 21 minutes uh, off the bench. Uh, so he's staying hot. Obviously, if you grabbed him, you hold on to him. Uh, he, like, he's been playing great on that second unit. Uh, the other guy that was playing great on that second unit started tonight uh, and put up a dud. Luke Kennard, uh, three points on one of six shooting, only one three-pointer, seven assists, uh, but that's a hideous line. And I, I, I think there were people who were were cautiously optimistic about a Luke Kennard breakout, uh, and that just, uh, yeah, uh, this is, that, that hit a wall uh, just now. So, uh, I, look, I, I still think that, you know, he'll have some good games, some bad games. Uh, if you dropped him, I wouldn't be surprised. If you hung on to him, I wouldn't be surprised either. Uh, you know what he's good at. He's a great shooter. Uh, he can do some things across the board, but he's not like going to be a great source of, of too many things. Uh, but he needs to get hot in order to provide his, uh, his shooting value there. Uh, Christian Wood, who we just keep tabs on, only 16 minutes, 9 points, 1 rebound. Again, you can leave him on your wires. I just think there's too much inconsistency there once Blake Griffin's back. Um, his value will kind of plummet. And, and while Reggie Jackson remains hurt, um, it's a bit of a point guard mishmash of Tim Frazier and Langston Galloway. Galloway actually had 17 points off the bench. He was perfect at the stripe. Uh, Frazier, not, not a whole lot. Seven points, five assists, a steal. Uh, you're, not, you're not really buying either one of them. Derek Rose is the guy to own on that team. Um, Anything you want to add, Kurt, on the Detroit basketball Pistons? Only thing is Christian Wood, we, like you said, we saw him uh, become a little bit of a hot pickup here in the last week, a little bit in the preseason. Uh, most of that, at least for the regular season, was because in his last game he went for 19-12 and 12 with three threes and a block in only 21 minutes and shot 8 of 10 from the field. That's just not going to happen every night. Dwayne Casey can't or, or doesn't want to put him out there that much. So if he's fluctuating around 20 minutes he's probably not worth owning in a standard league if you're in a weekly lineups league you can probably hold on to him and maybe later on he'll usurp uh markeith morris or maybe blake goes down for a long term who who knows but you can't rely on him right now yeah i'm with you just too inconsistent and trying to figure out when he's going to strike is is uh it's tough yes sir you want to hear about these toronto raptors who are four and one now Sir, I would love to hear about the Toronto Raptors. Well, already. So we had most improved player, Pascal Siakam, put up 30 points, five boards, five assists, two steals, three threes on 13 of 21 from the field. He did this in only 30 minutes. He's going to be a beast. Um, OG Ananobi. This guy is interesting. Like 37 minutes, second on the team, only to Kyle Lowry, six of 10 from the field, a three-pointer, 
13 points, 8 rebounds, 2 steals. Um, I looked at him on the player radar, and he was like, I know early season, but he was in like the top, I want to say 20. He's just killing it because I think it was last game. He either had 5 steals or 5 blocks. He's got solid percentages. He's helping you across the board. Um, and, and it's funny that he's on the same team as Siakam because I just have this weird feeling that maybe he could follow in Siakam's footprints and be most improved. I, I don't know. Uh, Marcus Gasol, not much of anything going on. He looks really bad out there, guys. I, I don't know. If he has a couple of good games, I would try to sell him. I'm, he does not look good out there, and he does not seem to be a good fit for this team that wants to get out and run. Kyle Lowry, 38 minutes, which is the concerning part. The good news, 20 points, 8 assists, 2 steals, 2 threes, 4 or 5 from the line, 5 rebounds. That's all good. Um, but if he keeps up this amount of run, we all know what happens with Kyle Lowry. He's going to have a great regular season. Fantasy playoffs come around. If you're in a head-to-head league, guess what? He's not there. So he's really helping you in a, a real steal if you got him around round four or five, but you got to know the risks that are involved. Fred Van Vliet, 13 points, 11 assists, a steal, and a three. Not a bad line from him. From the bench, Ibaka put up 19 and six with two assists and two steals, no blocks, but 32 minutes. That's good for Ibaka. Maybe he could overtake Gasol. It would, it would make sense. Norm Powell, 19 points. Uh, not a whole else whole lot else besides three threes and oh he did have two steals so not a bad line for norm powell um he's probably borderline in standard leagues if you're in a deep league the minutes alone 29 is worth rostering him just for the opportunity other than that that's about all i have on these raptors josh do you have anything uh yeah it's like like you said the 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 rotation looks pretty solidified right now. And, and it's only, you know, seven, eight guys, maybe nine. If, uh, Rondé Hollis Jefferson ever gets back into, uh, gets out of Nick nurse's doghouse between the injuries and stuff like that, because he has top hundred upside, but he just, he's got to, uh, and again, I'm a little biased because of a net, I'm a Nets fan. Uh, but the, the, yeah, the, the minutes that Kyle Lowry's getting is a little bit worrisome. We'll take the stats by all means, but yeah, like I, I don't think that they want to be trotting him out there 38 minutes a night. And the truth of the matter is, is that Fred Van Vliet's been having minutes up in the 30s as well, and that's a, a workload that he's not really used to on an everyday basis either. Uh, yeah, the Marcus Soul thing is just man, I I, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if it's just wear and tear from the summer, uh, but he, like. Just, I didn't see any of this game, but just his numbers on the whole season just suggest that just something is not right there. And uh, you know, I don't know what it is exactly. We'll see if he can get out of his funk. Uh, but yeah, like, uh, but Sergi Baca played 32 minutes off the bench and only 15 minutes for uh, uh, for Marcus Sol. Um, you know, I, I think this team knows that it's better off right now with Ibaka producing the stats that he's producing. And and like you said, there's a lot of room for, uh, yeah, can they have two most improved guys? Can Siakam win most improved two years in a row and share it with uh, Ananobi? That that's uh, <laughs> that would be pretty interesting. But, yeah, they're they're both producing. If, if, if you don't have Ananobi already in your leagues, go get him. Um, absolutely. He's been a top, yeah, I think he's a top 30 player. Yes, top 30 player. Uh, so and far for, this year, so, and for a guy that you most of us either took with our last round pick or picked up off the waiver wire, 
Yeah, you got you got to, you got to take advantage of that. So if he's out there, go grab him. Uh, let's move on to the Milwaukee Bucks uh, losing to the Boston Celtics. Celtics look pretty good. Uh, 116 to 105 was the final score in Boston. Uh, let's do this. I am going to start with the Milwaukee Bucks, and you'll handle the uh, the C's. Is that cool, Kurt? That's super cool. Yeah, man. All right, uh, Giannis, uh, 22 points, 14 boards, five assists, a steal, two blocks. Oh, dear God, 6 of 10 from the free throw line. Here we go again. Uh, it, it's really – and no three-pointers either. He's 0 of 2 from deep. At least he's been trying there. He's had made some strides. But, look, uh, you know, we we know Giannis. You're not like uh, – it's hard to complain when he always puts up numbers like this. But, you know, again, his weakness is going to be at the stripe. And the fact that he's not going to deliver a ton of three-pointers, but he can put up some eye-popping numbers. 22 and 14 and 5 with the steal and a couple blocks isn't like the most Giannis line ever, but it's not bad. It's like that, that, this almost feels like more like a floor to him uh, than a ceiling. So, but if you, that's the kind of floor you're getting, it's no wonder you picked him with a top five pick. Uh, it was Chris Middleton who led all scores for the Bucks, 26 points, six boards, three assists. Great shooting night for him, 10 to 15 from the floor, uh, three of six from three-point territory, perfect at the strike. Look, Middleton is a guy that, you know, I guess you can call him a disappointment last year. Uh, and he really, and he's put up top 50 value so far this year. Uh, so a guy that we know can put up top 50 value, and I just think struggled with the shot at times last year. Uh, but they need him uh, with Malcolm Brogdon now gone, and uh, this was a night where he delivered. Uh, Brooke Lopez, 10 points, a uh, couple blocks, three boards, two assists, uh, only one of five from deep, kind of poor shooting night. Uh, you know, not, not Lopez's best game, uh, but I think there'll be better games ahead for him. So I'm not overly concerned there. He's still hovering around uh, top 50 value uh, at the same time. Uh, Eric Bledsoe, also not that great of a game. Seven, uh, seven points, five assists. Uh, only three of eight shooting, and Wesley Matthews had a really rough game. One of eight, and only one of seven from deep for a whopping three points with three boards and three assists. He really liked the number three tonight. Uh, that Milwaukee bench it leaves a lot to be desired. Um, George Hill, 20 minutes, 12 points, five boards, two assists. That's your best bet, but even still, that's not a bench uh, or a player worth owning. Uh, Ilyasova, 15 minutes. Robin Lopez, 14 minutes. Uh, Connaughton, uh, 21 minutes. Uh, Kyle Korver, uh, 16 minutes. I, I-, I can't endorse any of these guys. Uh, you know, uh, barring and-, and heaven forbid an injury uh, to one of the Buck starters, th- this is also a very, th- th- they're kind of like Sixers light, if you will, where they're starter heavy and the bench is like, you know, they're just a little bit more veteran in nature. Uh, than than the uh, the Sixers, but at the same time, the production just simply is not there. Uh, Kurt, anything you want to add on the Bucks? Josh, you nailed it. In terms of the bench here, at least for fantasy, there is nothing to look at at all. Unless you're in a deeper league, 14 team or bigger, you could look at George Hill, and he, even he's going to be uh, somewhat of a roller coaster ride. In terms of Giannis. 
man, we had people who were saying that he's number one. He's number one. You got to take him number one in drafts this year. And I did not see it. No matter how I looked at his stats, there's no way he was better than number five to me. He hurts you in too many areas. Uh, like you mentioned, the three-pointers, free throws, and I mean, all the top guys are going to get turnovers. So turnovers, threes, and free throws. And today kind of was a reflection of that. He's, he's still going to be great, but... I don't see any way that he can be above that number five. I don't see how he can beat Harden, Curry, Yana, or Harden, Curry, Cat, and Towns. Do you? No, yeah, I'm with you. I just think that, like you hit, you hit it. The, the free throw shooting is going to be just an Achilles heel. He hasn't proven that he can do that. Uh, he can't. He isn't going to put up three pointers like these elite guys. Yeah, he's he was kind of like I, I think anyone hoping for that. Uh, those additions uh, just have been somewhat disappointed recently. Um, and, and I'm with you. Like, I would still take those guys over him right now. Yes, sir. You want to hear Hit about these with, Celtics? Yeah, I, I do. I do. I, give me some Boston Celtics. You got it, sir. So, first thing I notice here, minutes. Oh, my gosh. Gordon Hayward, Hayward 38. Tatum, 39. Walker, 38. Smart, 39. This was not an overtime game, guys. So, that is a crazy amount of minutes. It's great if you have these guys on your fantasy teams, but if this becomes a regular team or a regular thing, this this is how you get injuries. Although it was the Milwaukee Bucks, one of the best in the East, they probably wanted to prove them, themselves with their new rebuilt team. So I understand. Um, and as Cantor was out today, so Daniel Tice got the start with 11 points, nine boards and a block and a three-pointer. The guy that I think a lot of us are pretty, or we were excited about at times, is Robert Williams, the Time Lord. Especially with Cantor being out, you'd hope for a little more on the minutes front. Only 14 minutes, two points, four rebounds, three assists, a block. If this guy could ever get anywhere near the amount of minutes that these starters are getting, look out in the blocks department. Deep leaguers, you could do worse if you're looking for a block specialist. Um, let's get back to the starters. Gordon Hayward, 21 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists, a steal, a block, three threes. Solid game. He's going to, we all think he's in for a bounce back year, but the start so far, maybe a bit of a sell high. Jason Tatum, I would say same thing. He's probably going to improve and be a bigger focal point in the offense this year. 25 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists, 4 threes, 10 of 22, pretty good shooting, 4 triples, no steals but a block and only one turnover. And he has been killing it in the steals this year. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but I, I definitely take note of the defensive stats. The steals have been monstrous. So he's going to be great this year, but also, again, a bit of a sell high. And for somebody you took in the fourth or fifth round probably, I mean, you could you could probably uh, end up uh, get, getting some good return on him. Kemba Walker, the bad shooting kind of continues. 7 of 19. Uh, four threes, but from the free throw line, 14 of 15 for 32 points, six rebounds, six assists. Nice Kemba line. He's he's bouncing back. Marcus Smart, 19 points, four rebounds, six assists, a steal, and five threes. Great Marcus Smart line. Um, again, guys, just remember that the minutes here are crazy high. Do not expect stats like this every night. On the bench, uh, Carson Edwards had a tiny bit of buzz coming into the season. Just because of what he did in college, he looked really sharp. Uh, I think he was played for Purdue. Um, so he had a little bit of height, but he only played four minutes. Um, it's just not going to be there for him this year, if you ask me. So 
really nothing else to see on the bench, even for deep leaguers. Josh, do you have anything to take away from this game? I'm going to slightly disagree with you about Tatum. I think he's a hold for me. He's been like hovering around the top 30. I think a lot of people kind of had that potential breakout uh, built in, which is why he didn't really kind of cost you more than uh, a fourth, fifth rounder. I think the returns so far have been have been outstanding. And like you said, the steals are like 2.3 per game uh, right now. Um, look, I think if you can get like a, a, a surefire uh, top 25 guy, then you absolutely do that. But otherwise, uh, look, he has some crazy, crazy potential. And if he's playing this way, uh, I wouldn't give up on him so quickly. Um, so, you know, because, again, you're get, you, you're, you, you'd be exceeding your draft capital uh, just by hanging on to him. So he right now is a bit of a hold for me. But, again, if you get an offer you can't refuse, uh, I don't blame you. Also, Jalen Brown out tonight, uh, which is really where Marcus Smart got his numbers from, 19.6 assists and a steal. Look, Smart's capable of playing, uh, 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 putting up great stats. Like you said, Kurt, just don't expect you know these guys to play these minutes. A lot of this is due to Cantor and Jalen Brown being out. Uh, so that's yeah, that'll get back to, to normal a bit uh, once those guys get back to uh, to full strength. Yes, sir. And I agree. Right. If you got Hayward, or I'm sorry, Tatum, it's going to be very hard to sell him. Um, yeah, you're you're probably just as well off like you said let him ride because he's gonna have a great year gotcha all right pacers nets uh my disappointing brooklyn nets are one and three uh pacers pick up their first win of the year 118 uh to 108 uh brooklyn is uh you can't defend for to save their lives um so i'm gonna start with the nets so i can get my frustrations out um Kyrie Irving, 28 points, which I think is a season low for him. Um, is seven, seven boards, six assists, uh, a steal, and a block. I mean, look, speaking straight, strictly from a numbers standpoint, you're not going to complain about Kyrie. I just, you know, as a Nets fan, I just wish the, the wins would, would come with this, uh, with his outstanding uh, box score lines. Uh, of note, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie had 20 points off the bench, uh, seven assists, a steal, uh, not the best of shooting, but I, the, the Nets need secondary scorers. And I think that Dinwiddie is putting it on himself to be that guy. Uh, because tonight, Karis LeVert had a poor shooting night. He was only 6 of 18. And, and Joe Harris uh, shot the ball decently, but hasn't felt like he has been as involved in the offense uh, as he was last year. Uh, really just kind of dependent on the three ball, but he is good at attacking the basket. Uh, so only 13 points for him, two boards, three or six from deep. But that's, you know, I, I, Harris, you know, can be more than just a three-point streamer, but that's kind of what he's looked like uh, so far this year. Uh, our, uh, uh, the love of our lives here at Hoopball, uh, Tori and Prince, uh, only eight points. Uh, but two boards, two assists, two steals, a block. Uh, he also did not have a great shooting night, uh, but because of his abilities on the defensive side of the ball, he was also two of eight from deep. You know, the scoring wasn't there. The boards weren't there. The, the popcorn stats weren't there. The cash counters were. Uh, so if this constitutes a bad night for Torian Prince, I'll take that. 
uh, and still, uh, I think, a guy who, who should be delivering top 100 numbers uh, so long as he remains healthy uh, and on the court. Jared Allen uh, came off the bench in this one, uh, only eight points, eight boards, two blocks. Uh, look, uh, DeAndre Jordan started this one, uh, 17 boards uh, to go with eight points and a block. I, I, I just, look, the Nets center rotation, I really didn't think that Jordan would overtake Allen, but I think right now that they're looking for uh, Allen to provide a spark off the bench, uh, whereas uh, Jordan can come in and provide some banging uh, against some of the, uh, the bigger, uh, I guess, centers. Uh, in the Eastern Conference, your guys like Embiid's uh, and, and Miles Turner tonight, uh, but it just hasn't seemed to work out so far, and the results haven't been positive for the Nets. Uh, but really, like you're looking at Kyrie Irving on this team, and then a bunch of guys who kind of could hover around top hundred value. You're just not really sure. There just really aren't that many sure things. But if I had to place bets on anyone, it's going to be Spencer Dinwiddie. It's going to be Torian Prince. Uh, it'll be Levert too. Just it was a horrible shooting night for him. Uh, but yeah, they got to cobble together. They got to get some runs together, and they got to find some better chemistry and some better defense uh, before we can really fully rely on these guys from a, a fantasy or reality perspective. I agree, Josh. Um, Torian Prince was a popular late round pick due to his amazing preseason, where he was shooting almost seventy percent from three. Um, don't be too concerned about this line. He did have the four fouls, so that probably limited his playing time. And he still got you a decent line of two threes, two steals, and a block. So five cash counters. Uh, definitely hold. All right, give me the Pacers, Kurt. All right, Josh, here we go. DeMontis Sabonis, 29 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, a block, 2 threes, 11 of 18 from the field, 5 of 6 free throws on 36 minutes. Solid, solid line. TJ Warren, there were drop questions about this guy. There were times last year, while even though he's injury prone, he was in the top 40. Drop questions on this guy, Josh. He comes back with 20 points, 3 rebounds, and assists, 3 steals. No threes, which he normally gets, but he did go 8 of 16 from the field and 4 of 4 from the line. Um, I'm, I'm in one of those Yahoo Pro Leagues, actually a few of them, and it's crazy. Sometimes you see, even in these quote-unquote pro leagues, he got dropped in one of my leagues, and I, I threw out, like, I think 20 bucks of uh, fab budget and, and picked him up. Uh, Miles Turner, quiet night. I have to look into what happened with him. Uh, he either got, I think he rolled his ankle, was it? He hurt his ankle? Yeah, what? he rolled his ankle, and it didn't look pretty. He was in a, he was in a significant amount of pain. So that's, that's unfortunate for uh, one of the guys who's probably going to compete for most blocks in the league. Malcolm Brogdon. Wow, I have to admit, you have to admit your mistakes. You know, I felt like he was getting way more hype this preseason than he deserved. I understand he's great with the percentage was with the 50, 40, 90, but I just didn't see him being more than like your third, fourth kind of point guard guy. He is tearing it up in assists. He's getting double digit assists almost every game. He's got three steals, eight boards, and a three. So I got to admit, I totally missed on this guy. If you grabbed him in the middle rounds, you were in very good shape, especially in a year where elite point guards and that amount of assists were very, very hard to come by after the first few rounds. If you got him, congratulations. Jeremy Lamb, 25 points, seven boards, a steal, and three threes on 11 of 19. I think this is his best line of the season. Uh, sorry, so far, uh, definitely a hold. 
Do not drop him. I saw drop questions for him as well. Doug McDermott got in for 32 minutes, but he did not a lot with it. Six points and two threes. Uh, Justin Holiday, not amazing, but we know his stat set of threes and steals. And if Turner's going to be out, obviously Holiday's not backing him up. But there's going to be more usage, more shots to go around. Deep leaguers, you could probably look at Justin Holiday. Standard leaguers, uh, nah, don't don't even look at him. Josh, what did I miss on these Pacers? No, I think you covered it. Like, yeah, I don't know why anyone would even consider dropping TJ Warren. Uh, the Turner injury, I think we got to wait for some more news uh, to hear, uh, you know, what happens there. But that's unfortunate. Uh, I don't know where Malcolm Brogdon became uh, James Harden, but hey, we'll take it. Uh, and Jeremy Lamb with the solid night. I think you kind of covered it. I think, you know, this is another team where their depth is a little bit, you know, un- unsettled. Um, you know, so maybe there's room for either one of the holidays. You know, Dougie McBucket's getting 32 minutes is, you know, I, I-, I-, I don't know on that one. Uh, but uh, yeah, there's not a whole lot to love. Uh, on 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 that bench, maybe TJ Leaf gets some run, but he had, he was a DNP CD tonight. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I think the Turner injury kind of shakes things up a little bit, and Sabonis had a a, a typical uh, Sabonis night against the Nets defense that just does not handle big men well at all. Um, let's get into the Trailblazers and uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, we'll, we're going to try to power through these this last half of games here. Uh, 102 to 99 Portland. Uh, I'll get the Blazers, Kurt. Uh, so Dame, 23 points. Uh, not the best shooting night, uh, but 23 and 13 with two steals. Uh, four of nine from deep, uh, five of six from the stripe. Uh, yeah, that's fine. You know, not bad from Dame. Just wish for better shooting, but you know, can't complain too much. Uh, McCollum also, um, 22 points, not the best shooting night for him. He was, he did have five three-pointers, which was nice. Seven turnovers is just brutal, though. So kind of a mixed bag for uh, for CJ McCollum there. Um, Whiteside, double-double, 12-12, and a couple blocks and a couple steals. Look, you know, that this is what you drafted him for. You were hoping for that. That upside, that you know, that double double capacity with the ability for blocks, and 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 so far so good there. Um, otherwise, a spot start, another spot start for Anthony Tolliver while uh, Zach Collins is on the shelf. Only six points, but some defensive stats there. Two blocks, a steal, uh, five boards. Uh, I mean, short look, short of streaming, uh, can't really advise a pickup though. Uh, Rodney Hood started and played 34 minutes, only nine points. Uh, but he did chip in a couple steals, a block there, uh, three boards, two of five from deep. And again, as long as the Blazers are might, a little banged up, I don't mind streaming guys like Hood or Kent Bazemore as well. Bazemore had 14 points, uh, five boards, no defensive stats, but he did have three three-pointers. Uh, was in, in some foul trouble there as well. Uh, Scal with the Sierra and Hazonia, 21, point, uh, 21 minutes and, and 20 minutes respectively. Uh, but not a whole lot to speak of. Lebissier had uh, two blocks and a steal, but again, those minutes will probably go away uh, once Zach Collins returns. Uh, Kurt, anything else you want to add on the Blazers? You nailed it, Josh. The only thing I have is for someone who didn't play, Zach Collins. 
this guy has a shoulder injury right now. It's not supposed to be super serious, and we're seeing him dropped a lot. He was at 60% owned in all Yahoo leagues a week ago. Now he's at 42. So everyone's dropping him. Everyone's jumping ship. You need to keep this guy. He's a guy that could get you one and a half blocks and one and a half triples or more. Um, we saw him do stuff like that in the preseason. Yeah, preseason, so take it with a grain of salt. But if you're looking for a big who can give you that combination and you're seeing this guy dropped in your league, you need to pick him up. That's all I got, Josh. I hear you, man. Uh, give me the thunder. All right. The thunder. So Steven Adams, who has had a quiet year so far, was out today. And Nerlens Noel, 28 minutes. We all know what Noel's capable of in the defensive categories if given the minutes. We've just never seen him get the minutes. Guys, tonight it happened. 28 minutes, 15 points, 14 boards. And surprisingly, the defensive categories were a little lower, a steal and a block. But he got you two assists. He was 3 of 4 from the free throw line, 6 of 7 uh, from the field. So a solid, solid game from Noel. If Steven Adams is going to miss more time, you can definitely run him out there. And this is definitely also something to keep in mind once Steven Adams comes back, if he ever goes down again. DFS players definitely keep Noel in mind. He could be a great value. Gallinari, 15 points, 6 boards, 3 threes, 2 of 2 from the free throw line. Uh, kind of a Gallo line. Shea Gilgis-Alexander, 13 points, 18 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal. No threes. Uh, 7 of 10 from the free throw line. Kind of... Bad from the field with uh, 3 of 13, but he'll bounce back. He's having a great season. Uh, 36 minutes also, so that's that's awesome. Terrence Ferguson, nothing to see here. Chris Paul had probably one of his better games of the season with 21 points, 5 boards, 5 assists, 2 steals, 10 of 11 from the free throw line, which really, really boosts your, your free throw percentage, and a 3. Um, he was a good buy low candidate prior to tonight. That window's probably closing after tonight. Uh, Dennis Schroeder, big hoop ball guy. I think we can say this now, but one of the hoop ball six. So definitely somebody you should have an eye on. 17 points, four rebounds, two assists, a steal. And he took 17 shots, the most of anyone on the team. So even though this line isn't amazing, it's definitely something you need to take note of. And he's actually owned in all of my leagues. If you want to be ahead of the curve, or at this point, actually, you're probably behind the curve if... Uh, you're trying to look for him and he's still available. But if he is available, you need to pick him up. Uh, Hamadou Diallo, 12 points, 10 rebounds, an assist, two steals, but only 20 minutes. So probably not something that's going to keep up. Kind of a Christian Wood from the other night. If you have room on your bench in a deep league, sure, take a shot on him. Otherwise, nothing to see here from the bench. Josh, what do you think? Uh, I'm with you on most of that. Um, I, I just there's one kind of overarching concern that I have on this team is that they're one and four, and we thought they and, and they played some competitive games, but they just hadn't been on the right side of the column. Um, so I just wonder, you know, look, we, Chris Paul had his best game uh, in a Thunder uniform, uh, but I wonder are the good times going to last? Uh, because if this team keeps losing, they will end up selling. Uh, and the same thing applies to Steven Adams. Uh, I, I, no one has been beating the drum harder on Nerlens Noel than I have uh, this year. And, you know, when you see a spot start like this, 
where he's giving you 15 points, 14 boards, and, and what he was best at, he didn't even deliver tonight in terms of defensive stats, but he provided you with solid shooting, and he didn't kill you at the stripe like Steven Adams does. I, I wonder if that brass isn't thinking like, okay, like maybe it's time that we figure out some sort of switch here. Um, so I, I'm, I'm very concerned about the long-term outlooks for Chris Ball and Steven Adams on this team with a record sitting at 1-4 and four and not getting better anytime soon. So I'm a little bit worried there. So uh, what's next? How about the game that basically broke scoring? Uh, a game that tied the NBA record for most uh, three-pointers. Uh, I think uh, made or attempt. Yeah, most three-pointers made in a game by two teams. It tied the NBA record 43. Uh, the Houston Rockets beat the uh, the Washington Wizards uh, 159 to 158. Um I'll just I'll quickly handle the Rockets because you know they're they're pretty simple to diagnose. James Harden is is nuts. He's nuts. Fifty nine points, uh, nine assists, uh, four turnovers. But who cares, man? Fifty nine points and nine assists. It's just nuts. Seven of seventeen of eighteen at the stripe, uh, and we were due for a really good Harden shooting night. I think that's been his Achilles heel so far. This year is that his just his shooting's been poor. Well, guess what? He was 18 of 32 tonight, uh, so we can put those concerns to rest. Uh, yeah, do we want more defensive stats? But that's just being nitpicky with Harden. It's freaking Harden, man. Um, Russ triple double, 17, 12, and 10. Uh, a couple steals, a block, seven of 16 uh, from the floor, and only two of four from the stripe. Now, this is kind of the same problem that we've had with Russell Westbrook over the years is that lots of popcorn, the turnovers are rough, the shooting's rough, and the free throw shooting is rough. And we initially uh, kind of thought he might have turned a corner, but if you look at a line like this, you say, eh, there's some old habits that are still there. Uh, obviously, we're not selling on him right now, uh, there's still more time in the season, but with with the Rockets scoring like this, and and I think uh, being amongst the leaders in the league in pace, uh, can't really complain that much. But again, we we had already built in some buyer beware to, to Westbrook's draft price because of the this, uh, capability of him to kill you in those percentages, and this was a night where that happened. Uh, Clint Capella, 21 points, 12 boards, a steal and a block. Uh, three assists, nine of 13 from the floor. He's also a poor free throw shooter, but that is not why you drafted him. Uh, he delivered uh, pretty much everywhere out, everywhere else. Uh, PJ Tucker uh, continuing his strong start. Uh, nine points, five boards, four assists, three steals. Uh, only three of seven from the floor, but that's not where he does his damage. Uh, he can shoot the three, only one three-pointer tonight, but he's had a great start to the season, and they are going to keep trotting him out. Uh, for many minutes uh, as their starting four. And Daniel House is their starting three. He had 29 minutes, 5-9 shooting for 16 points. Uh, Look, if he's going to be their starter and play nearly 30 minutes a night, uh, he's worth a speculative ad because this team's running right now, uh, and they're playing good, and uh, they're playing good basketball. And if House is going to be heavily involved in that rotation, yeah, why not? Especially if he can uh, chip in some scoring. Chip in some defensive stats like two steals and a block uh, like he had tonight. Uh, well worth a flyer if you have some room on your team. 
the bench leaves a lot to be desired. You're looking at Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon was 5 of 13 from the floor and 5 of 13 from long distance, uh, just to put that in perspective. So every single one of Eric Gordon's shots came from outside the arc uh, for 15 points and little else, uh, only, only a board and an assist. If you spent a late pick on him, you're really just drafting a three-point streamer at this point and point score. Uh, it's going to be rough percentage going because, again, you know, he's not going to deliver. If, if all of his shots are going to be from behind, beyond the arc, and I can't even believe I'm looking at this line where it's entirely three-point shots. I mean, sometimes maybe you get a layup here and there. But, no, 13 three-point attempts for Eric Gordon in this one uh, and only 15 points, one, one board, one assist. Uh, you're just basically having him to three to stream three pointers, and that's kind of it. Uh, nothing really else to kind of speak to on the Rockets. Austin Rivers had 20 minutes. It's Austin Rivers, so don't worry about that. Uh, Kurt, you got anything on the Rockets? Josh, I have nothing more than what you said. Nailed it. You want to hear about the Wizards? Give it to me. All righty, here we go. Bradley Beal, who really struggled with his shot this season. Um, probably similar as Curry, he's clearly the best option on the team. So he's drawing all the pressure defensively. So it makes sense that they're going to struggle from night to night with the shooting. Not tonight. 14 of 20 from the field, 7 of 12 from three-point land, 11 of 12 uh, from the stripe for a grand total of 46 points, 8 assists, 3 steals, 6 rebounds, and 5 turnovers. And in 41 minutes. Great line if you own Beal. Um, Isaac Bonga, nothing to see. Ish Smith, no thanks. Thomas Bryant, this guy, I, I loved his outlook coming into the season. And unfortunately, I only got him in a league or two. But 13 points, 12 rebounds, 5 assists, 1 steal, 4 blocks. And he didn't make any threes, but he can do that. There were times in the preseason in limited minutes where he hit 3 or 4 threes in a game. So that's definitely another part of his game. This guy can do everything. Um, great value pick. Even if you got him in the fifth round, he's probably going to finish higher than that. Um, one guy that I wasn't sold on, Rui Hachimura. Uh, 23 points, 5 rebounds, 9 of 15 from the field, 3 threes, 2 of 2 from the strike, uh, and only one turnover. No defensive stats. But when I looked at Hachimura, really similar to... Um, who is the guy, the Atlanta rookie? DeAndre Hunter. Hunter. Both of these guys had similar pedigree when I looked at them. It was points, rebounds, not much in the defensive categories, and not much from three-point land, which made me less interested. But if he's getting these minutes, which he should because he's a rookie on a team that's not going to do so well, he's a great guy to have on your team. Can't deny that. From the bench, Davis Bertans, 21 points, three rebounds, two assists, six of nine from three-point land. This guy was getting unnoticed in a lot of areas, and he is a great three-point streamer. And on the box score here, it says strong forward, but I'm, I'm pretty sure in Yahoo leagues, I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he can play power forward and center. Um, and I may be wrong, but if not, that's, that's a great skill set to have from your center, getting those out of position threes. Troy Brown Jr., this guy, uh, deep leaguers definitely need to be watching him. He was the favorite to come into the season and start at shooting guard, but he got injured. So this was his first game back. He actually wasn't supposed to be back for quite a while. 
Uh, he hit two threes, he had 14 points and three rebounds, not much else, and it was only 17 minutes. So if the minutes are going to stay low, you can't rely on him. But like I said, first game back, so those minutes should trend up. And I don't see any reason why he couldn't replace Bonga in the starting lineup. So somebody to look at right now, definitely in deep leaguers, standard league, standard league guys, just keep an eye on him. Other than that, oh, I'm sorry, I almost missed the biggest thing for me. Uh, Isaiah Thomas. This guy, we knew what he did when he was in Boston a few years ago. And obviously, he's not going to do that again. But he talked about all preseason about how he's stoked to finally prove himself that he can still play. He's in the best possible scenario for that on this team that's starting Ish Smith right now. And he's on a 20-minute minutes cap. But as you saw today, he played 24 minutes. So he even went above his minutes cap. So I think that speaks wonders. He has 17 points, two rebounds, 10 assists, a steal, and two threes. He did have five turnovers. But for somebody that you probably picked up off the waiver wire in a, a year where point guard is a thin position, this is a great guy to own. I would much rather have him over a guy, say, like Markel Fultz or Darius Garland. If he's sitting on your waiver wire right now, I would say run and pick him up because, like I said, he's on a minutes limit. When that increases, these stats, they're going to be fun. You, you could have a real, real good value here on your hands. Josh, what do you think? Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, Hachimura, that the stat secret's out. Like if if you know he's he's got to be owned in the majority of leagues now. And like you said, Thomas is the guy that I'm eyeing on this team. He got some crunch time minutes in this one. Uh, you know, yeah, they're going to limit his minutes, like you said. But if if I'm looking at a long term solution, it, it's Isaiah Thomas in this one. I do like Troy Brown Jr. as as kind of a, a deep league uh, flyer, and and they did like him. He did get the injury. Uh, but I think that, like, I, I could see more of a starting lineup with uh, Isaiah Thomas, Beal, uh, Brown Jr., Hachimura, and Bryant uh, moving forward, and those guys getting the majority of the minutes uh, with Bertanz and, and Wagner coming off the bench. So, uh, you know, that that's just how I see things shaping out. And uh, until those guys get healthy, you know, hang tight for now, but I think Thomas is definitely worth an ad uh, as, as he starts picking up steam. Uh, Hornets and Kings. The Charlotte Hornets win 118-111. Charlotte led by P.J. Washington, the surprise uh, breakout uh, for the Hornets. He started out strong, cooled off a little bit, and guess what? It took the Kings to get the strong back out of him again. Uh, 23 points, 8 boards, 3 assists, no defensive stats, but 10 of 13 from the floor. God bless the Kings' defense. you know, just a, a a good night for PJ Washington. Cody Zeller, strong double double, twelve points, fifteen boards, uh, five assists. Also, no defensive stats, but again, who cares? Kings defense. Um, you know, we're we're gonna take that from Cody Zeller, who we advise you to pick up on because he's got that top hundred upside for a big guy. Uh, Miles Bridges, seventeen points, uh, a steal and a block, two assists. Uh, good shooting night for him. I don't like the five turnovers, but this is what we've come to expect. And, uh, you know, if you bought the potential breakout so far, he's he's delivered the past few games. Uh, finally, a good night from Terry Rozier, it feels like. Um, 7 of 15 from the floor, 3 of 6 from deep, 5 of 7 at the stripe for 22 points, 5 boards, 6 assists, 3 steals, 2 blocks. And when you put a line like that together, you can deal with the four turnovers 
he clearly had his way with the Kings. And uh, look, this is what they're paying him an exorbitant amount of money for to play 35 minutes, to be that leader, and to put up these kinds of stats. So it's good to see him, uh, you know, come back, especially because there are guys worried about that investment with, you know, guys like Devontae Graham uh, starting out the season hot and, and so on and so forth. But, you know, look, they, they paid him the money for a reason. We knew he was, he was going to get his, and, and he went off tonight. Speaking of Devontae Graham, 30 minutes off the bench, only 4 or 7 from the floor, though. But 12 points and 9 assists. So he's merely making most of his time, uh, even when he's coming off the bench. So not not a bad line uh, for someone you picked up on the fly. Uh, some positive minutes for Marvin Williams as well. 4-4. Four, four, uh, 4 of 4 from the field. Uh, 11 points, 3 boards, an assist, and a steal. And Malik Monk is has the green light still. 7 of 12 from the floor uh, for 18 points, 4 boards. Uh, two assists and no defensive stats. It was a positive shooting night, again, for the Hornets, uh, over 54% from the field, over 50% at the three-point line. So, look, while they're still shooting hot, just keep keep rolling these guys out. And again, these guys are playing fast, these guys are playing loose, and they're playing young, which is what we expected. Um, and, uh, you know, look, if, as long as they keep going this in this direction, there's a lot of fantasy value to be had on this team. It's not just turd mining anymore. Kurt, what do you got for me? <laughs> That's great, Josh. Um, I agree with everything you say. Uh, Malik Monk had a decent line from the bench, but he did this in only 20 minutes. And if his shot's not falling, he doesn't give you anything. So unless you're in a deep league, I'm not looking at him. Uh, I like what you say about Devontae Graham. He's one of my favorite early season breakout guys that I have in almost no leagues. Uh, he only got seven shots today, but like you said, he still put up a solid line. And I was listening to a pod with, uh, I think it was somebody from Roto World. I think it was Ryan Knauss who said that he's like in the top five for touches per game in the NBA right now, which seems like a strange category. But the more touches you get, you know, the more assists you get, your hands are always on the ball, the more scoring. So that's an interesting stat. Um, definitely hold this guy. Some people are saying, do I drop him? You do not drop this guy. He, a great, great pickup. Could be one of the pickups of the year. Um, Josh, do you want to know about the Kings? Well, boy, would I like to know about the Kings. <laughs> well, I know you're excited to hear about Nemanja Bjelica. Man, this guy, let me tell you. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Can I change my mind? Uh, you're yeah. starting out with the Bjelica. <laughs> yeah. <let's... laughs> he, uh, he's, you know, filling in or, or sharing the fill-in role for Bagley. 11 points, 4 rebounds, a steal, and a 3. Only 5 of 6 from the field. Um not not bad, but he's that's a far cry from his line the other night. Harrison Barnes, 40 minutes, 10 of 18, 1 of 4, and 50% from the free throw line for 22 points, 7 rebounds, a steal, or sorry, 3 steals, and an assist. Nice line from Harry B. Darry, uh, Darren Fox, 6 of 16, 16 points, 10 assists, 7 rebounds, 2 steals, a block, 5 turnovers, and a 3. Uh, that's more like it. That's more what you want to see from Fox. Buddy Heald. Also, he was a bit of a buy-low candidate after a couple of bum games, but he bounced back tonight. The shooting wasn't quite at Buddy's standards, but he still gave you 23 points, 7 threes, 4 assists, and 2 steals. Um, on the bench, Bo is it Bogey Bogdanovich? Or, yes, this is Bogdan Bogdanovich. He had 12 points, 5 assists, a steal, and 2 threes. He's probably really the only guy to look at here on the bench, even in a deep league. 
Um, but the guy you all want to know about, Rashawn Holmes. Oh my gosh, if you haven't seen the highlight reel of his game the other night, just type in Rashawn Holmes. It's from like two days ago. You're going to see some monster dunks, some crazy blocks. This guy, we're hoping, has maybe finally overtaken Deadman. I know I say finally. It's only a few games in. But Deadman just does not seem to fit this offense. He cannot keep up with the fast pace they want to run. Um, I guess I should mention today, he had four minutes with zero points. One rebound, zero assists, zero steals, zero blocks, zero threes, zero field goals. You get the gist. Rashawn Holmes, on the other hand, played 35 minutes for 17 points, nine rebounds, two assists, two steals, three blocks. Um, just monster line. And I know they paid Deadman, so they're going to have a hard time justifying continuing to start Holmes. But he's putting up lines like this. With as athletic and energized as he is on the court, you cannot take him off the court. You're just going to have to, if you're Sacramento, you're just going to say, you know, sorry, guys, we paid Deadman. That was that was a bad idea. We're going to start Holmes. Um, and if this keeps happening, I know people are saying he's got a shelf life. Bagley's coming back. Not necessarily. They could just bench Bielitsa and put Bagley in his spot. So finally, after years of hoop ballers riding the Rashawn Holmes train, and hoping for an opportunity after years and years, this is probably the time. If he is somehow still on your waiver wire, he went from about 2% owned two nights ago to about 40, 45 right now, you have to pick this guy up. Like, pause the podcast right now and go pick this guy up. Josh, what do you got? I, I like I, I, I want to plaster Brewski's face on the image <laughs> of Shawshank Redemption. When Andy Dufresne escapes from prison, like when it comes to Rashawn Holmes, I, I would imagine that's what he feels like. Uh, yeah, this is, look, yeah, run, do not walk, run like your rear end is on fire and get Rashawn Holmes. The, and, and the minutes say it all. Dwayne Dedman was a minus four in four minutes, and Rashawn Holmes played 35 minutes. I, 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 it, that says it all. And like you said, I, I don't think that they're so stupid as to. You know, when Bagley comes back, that they wouldn't give him Bielitsa's minutes. I, I, I mean, I, I would hope that that's the obvious solution with the way that Rashawn Holmes is both is and is capable of playing. Um, but look, I don't know. It's still the Kings, so you know, I'm not entirely sure. And until they start winning some ball games, there might be some lineup tweaks. But until Rashawn Holmes says otherwise, and until Luke Walton goes Luke Walton, own him ride this hot hand uh it, it, it's again you will you will thank us later uh, so and and that's what we do here at hoop ball we ride the rashawn holmes train uh, <laughs> exactly um all right we're almost towards the finish line let's get let's knock out these guys quickly these west coast games uh the kawhi lifts clippers go down to the utah jazz uh, 110 to 96. Let's start with the clips. Uh, I, I don't. I almost don't want to go through too many of these guys because you're not really going to own them because the focus is going to be on Kawhi, who it's yeah. We're we're five freaking games in and he's load managed. Like go figure. Um, you know that that's not ideal at all. So Lou Williams uh, with with the the lead scorer, uh, his unusual starting role. Uh, you know, nine of seven from the floor, 24 points, uh, four assists, three boards, five turnovers. It's, you know, a, a, a fairly standard Lou line. 
but at the same time, he's asked to do a lot without uh, Kawhi there. And, uh, you know, so the scoring was good. The turnovers, not so much. Uh, no defensive stats either, but that's not really what he excels at. Uh, Pat Beverly, 4 of 13 from the floor. Tough shooting night for him and only one steal. Uh, it just feels like this game, uh, you know, got out of hand in the second half. So I just don't think that there was a whole lot of incentive uh, for the Clips to really play their starters too deep into this game, or at least the, the guys they feel most valuable. Uh, uh, of the guys that, you know, would be notable, uh, anyone who kind of put money on Montrez Harold to have a big night in Kawhi's absence were sorely mistaken. Uh, only 10 points, one block, two boards. That was an ugly night uh, after a really strong season, uh, or start of the season for Trez. Uh, better days ahead. Uh, chalk this one up to uh, this team just started getting pummeled in the second half and just said, eh, this is just not our night. Uh, J. Michael Green with uh, one of the bigger lines, 23.8 boards, a block on 8 of 11 shooting, but do not expect that on a regular basis. But he has provide, provided some minutes on this team. Uh, and, you know, he we know he can figure uh, hover around that top 150 mark uh, provided the minutes. But that's about it. Um, Patrick Patterson ha- has been playing a lot of minutes, but not doing a whole lot with them. That that story sounds familiar. Uh, and Landry Shaman only one of seven from the field, so he didn't really do much in this game either. Uh, Kurt, unless you want to talk about the Jazz, uh, excuse me, the clip, uh, play some Jazz for me, will you? You got it, good man. Let's see. Um, how about Rudy Gobert bouncing back with thirteen and seven, two steals, two blocks. More of a Rudy line. He's been really quiet to start the year. Um, Royce O'Neal started and didn't do anything. Boyan Bogdanovich, 14 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 threes. Actually a quieter line than what he's been putting up. Um, but this, I think, is probably more of what you're expecting from him on a nightly basis. Uh, Donnie had 24 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, no threes, but good shooting percentages and low turnovers. Uh, Joe Ingles off the bench played 31 minutes for 10 points, 7 assists, 2 steals, 2 rebounds. Um, not much else on the bench. You may see I, I glossed over one person, and that's because I'm super stoked to talk about Mike Conley, the guy who has been maybe one of the biggest disasters so far to start the season. Finally bounced back. No more 0 of 7, 1 of 16 shooting. He was 11 of 17 from the field. He hit five threes. He had 29 points to lead the team in scoring. He had five assists, two steals, and a rebound. So great to see if you have a lot of Mike Conley shares like I do because he's supposed to be a great value this year, and we just weren't seeing it so far. So amazing to see if you got Mike Conley. Yeah, I got a lot of Twitter uh, messages uh, you know, this, this past week saying, hey, should I, should I go trade for Mike Conley? And it was guys like, should I trade... Uh, Harrison Barnes and Daylon Wright for for Mike Conley. I'm like, yeah, of course. You know, they, these guys should like making buy low offers for Conley. I'm like, yeah, of course you should do that. And if someone's dumb enough to do that for Mike Conley, <laughs> like, yeah, like, like exactly. Can I be in your league? So you laugh yeah, yourself they, to all the way to championship. Exactly. The buy low window on Mike Conley is officially closed. Uh, so congratulations if, if your low ball offers worked uh, for Mike Conley. So, all right, Kurt, let's wrap this bad boy up. Sons, dubs, uh, we are in bizarro world. The Suns are good. 
The Warriors are not. Uh, the Phoenix Suns just absolutely stomped on the Warriors in the first quarter and really just didn't need to look back. Uh, final score, 121 to 110. Um, Devin Booker, uh, 31 points on 10 of 21 shooting. Uh, only five assists in this one, uh, four boards and a steal. I, I think we were all encouraged about the assists early for Booker. There wasn't a whole lot of passing in this one, but great shooting night uh, for, for Devin Booker. Uh, Aaron Baines, though, uh, again, would big night for him. And just like how Tristan Thompson's line we, uh, we, we spoke out early stood out, this is another one that stood out. 24 points, 12 boards, 7 assists, 3 blocks, 2 three-pointers, great percentages, a monster line for Aaron Baines. Now, I can't possibly imagine that these lines like this are going to be the norm. But Aaron Baines has been playing and playing well, and as long as DeAndre Ayton is out on his suspension, he now is in must-own territory if he's going to play minutes in the upper 20s and deliver uh, potential lines like this. Because you know he's going to get some decent percentage scoring. He can chip in threes. He's going to board. He's going to block. That is all you need. Positive big guy stats and three-pointers. Sign me up. That's awesome. Uh, another big night for Dario Saric, 16 points, nine boards, five assists, five steals, something that he is absolutely not known for. Uh, so that's a big night for him. Uh, you know, and Saric, when he was in Philly, he had that top hundred potential. And guess what? Uh, the Suns may have found themselves a gem in Dario Saric. Uh, so absolutely worth a pickup to me. Because he has the scoring chops, and you know what? Defenses aren't going to concentrate on him. They're going to they're going to worry about Booker. They're going to worry about Kelly Oubre. And speaking of, eleven points, seven boards, only one block tonight. Quietish night to him, uh, but five of ten shooting and a three pointer. Not so bad. He's had a really hot start, uh, so that was bound to cool off a little bit. But hey, we still love uh, Oubre Jr. around these parts. Uh, off the bench, uh, I think the uh, the Frank the Tank train. Uh, has kind of derailed 0 of 6 tonight, 0 of 3 from deep, only 4 points and 2 boards and 2 assists. That that train's gone, and, and Sarge is now outplaying him. Uh, Michael Bridges, uh, oh, God, for only 15 minutes, uh, 3 points, couple steals, uh, which is nice, but I, I just, until the minutes come back up, as much as we love him around these parts for the potential all-around game, I can't endorse owning him at this point. Um you know, we, we can leave him be for now, barring any further injury or, or uptick in, in his game. Uh, Kurt, anything you want to say on the Suns before we uh, put this thing to bed? No, sir. Just a quick piggyback on Baines. Man, 28 minutes in that crazy line. That was probably one of the lines of the night. So that's amazing. Do you want to get over to the Warriors? Do it up, baby. All right. So I don't want to catch you off guard. The only reason I know this is because I got a tweet while we were talking. I have some... Breaking news, my man. Oh, give it to me. Steph Curry has broken his left hand. <gasps> yes, yes. He, I, I think that's probably where we should go with this. I'm trying to look at their depth chart. Um, they're not giving any kind of timetable on when he may return. Um, I, I don't even know what to think of this, man. Like, this is, this is a guy that some people took with their very first pick, almost always going in the top four. Um, so this could be devastating. He could be out for a while. I don't know how long broken hands normally take. 
Uh, I know a broken finger can be as much as four to six weeks. So that's devastating oh, for Curry. Man, yeah, I'm not. I like you got me feverishly scrolling through Twitter. Like I've been so focused on box scores, but yeah, and uh, Mark Marcus Thompson uh, uh, of, of of the Athletic is is the one who's saying that he has a broken left hand. Holy Moses, that is. Bad, huge, bad I'm, news. I'm trying to find Josh. Can you tell? Is this his shooting hand or not? He, he's right-handed, isn't he? Uh, I yeah, he is right-handed. I have absolutely no idea. But even still, that is going to cost him a significant ton of time. Yeah. Uh, oh my goodness, that's just bad news, man. And the the Warriors were already struggling so hard, losing the other night. That there were one point a couple nights ago, they're down by forty or fifty. And now without their best player, this is going to get very, very ugly for them oh, very quickly. man. Oof. Oof. That's just bad. Um, oh, man. Look, we'll save the analysis for Fantasy NBA today. Yeah, Dan, uh, but Dan will hit you up with that, with everything you need to know tomorrow. Oh, man. Uh, but, man, that, that's a rough way to end the box score breakdown. Um, anything you want to add on, on the Warriors? I mean, what do we do with Steph out? Like, just pray that Russell can carry these guys? Like, uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah, and I'm, I'm looking at their depth chart to see who could even emerge. And they have Steph Curry, Jacob Evans, Clay Thompson, Alec Burks, Kevon Looney. Cauley Stein did return tonight. They have, like, there's just, like, the red plus signs all over their roster. Oh, I, my God. There's... Yeah. There is no clear winner from this. Um, sure, Russell is going to have to carry the team, but we're already seeing Russell and Curry take all the defensive pressure. So without Curry, I mean, he's going to shoot a ton, but his field goal percentage is probably going to be horrendous. Um, yeah. Eric Pascal stood out a bit. He played 38 minutes and had a decent line. 20 points, four boards, an assist, a steal, two blocks. Um, you guys probably aren't even listening right now. You're probably just looking up Curry. Um Willie Cauley-Stein returned, uh, 12 points, 5 rebounds, a steal, and a block. Uh, they're going to have to lean on someone. Uh, maybe he, he can get some more run. Other than that, Josh, like I think people are going to stop listening once they heard the Curry news. Do you have anything else on these Warriors? Yeah, no, just a nice first night back for Willie Cauley-Stein. And, uh, you know, yeah, just, just horrible news. Um, you know, rough way to end the box score breakdown. Uh, but hey, it was a fun slate regardless. Just some crazy news coming out of the association. Wasn't expecting a broken hand from Steph, but you know we had some big, uh, big stat nights uh, and a fun eleven game slate that we covered. Uh, Kurt, thank you, my man. Um, guys, this has been the box score breakdown for Wednesday, uh, October thirtieth. Uh, I'm Josh Millman, and you can find me on Twitter at Josh Millman. Kurt, sign us off, baby. Yes, sir. I'm Kurt Beach, a.k.a. Captain. You can find me on the Hoopball forums at Captain Kanegis or on Twitter at Captain Kanegis, C-A-P-T-C-A-I-N-E-G-H-I-S. Thank you, guys. It's been a great ride. Thanks for tuning in. Josh and I have been having a lot of fun with this. Looking forward to having you tune in every Wednesday. Again, this has been a Hoopball presentation. Have a great night. Enjoy, Hoopballers. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.